there. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur, coming at you tonight with another great um, series. Uh, how does the brain work? We're actually in episode two, for those of you that are uh, wondering. And for those of you that are new to watching these series, well, this is where I uh, have a very unique topic. And usually I spend about seven or 14 days, usually about a week. And we start them on Saturday and we end them on Friday night. And so um, we're currently talking about the brain. Um, we talked about a lot of different areas in the brain uh, yesterday. And, um, you know, I think uh, where we had basically uh, left off was um, uh, a very, very important part. Does I remember um, what we left off with? Okay. So the part of the brain uh, that we ended off with was the endocrine system in the pituitary gland, okay? We talked about how it runs uh, and keeps the body uh, in important things. So we talked about the hypothalamus, um, which is where, which is, which is part of that. But the pituitary gland um, has to deal with um, the endocrine system. So we didn't get into that too much. Uh, we talked about the the um, hypothalamus, okay? And let's talk about what is the thalamus, okay? The thalamus, what is the thalamus? Well, uh, the thalamus is a large mass of gray matter and it's in the, uh, they call it the dorsal uh, part of the, uh, the brain. And uh, the nerve fibers project out of the thalamus to cerebral cortex in different directions, allow for hub-like exchanges, similar to like a wheel. But what does the thalamus do? Well, it's a small structure in the brain. And um, people say, well, you know, what, what, does, what does the thalamus do? Well, the thalamus is a very, another very, very important part uh, in our body. And um, it has many roles, but it's composed of different nuclei that have uh, very unique roles. Uh, they relay sensory and motor uh, signals as well as regulation of consciousness and alertness um, back to the body uh, and the mind. So um, this is a very, very important thing. Let's talk about the next part, which is called the amygdala. Okay. All right. What is the amygdala? So the amygdala is uh, an important part of our brain. Um it's one of the two almond-shaped um, clusters located deep uh, in the median uh, within the temporal lobes of the brain. And um, it has a very complex function. And it performs a primary role in processing of memory and decision-making and emotional responses. The amygdala is part of our limbic system. Okay. And again, the amygdala is one of the two almond-shaped clusters of the nuclei located deep uh, within the temporal lobes, okay? Let's talk about another very important part of the brain. It is called the hippocampus, hippocampus. So let's talk about what is the hippocampus, because that's what everyone wants to know. What, what is the hippocampus? I mean, I know a lot of these terms you might have heard maybe once in school, but you're not really sure what they do. So the hippocampus is a, a small curve formation of the brain, and it plays an important role in the limbic system. 
It's involved in the formation of new memories as well as uh, associating with learning and emotions. So the human brain is a complex network, as we know. And the hippocampus and other brain structures, like the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala, um, they work together to produce our feelings, uh, including the hypothalamus, thoughts, personality, behavior, along with other natural um, bodily functions that we uh, have take place in our body every single day. And so um, the hippocampus is a very, very important part of the brain. Uh, and the last part that we're going to talk about, and then we're going to talk a little more about the brain itself. But I wanted to give you a structure for what the brain is, and then we can get into talking about what these other things do. So there's something called the midbrain. Uh, it's a forwardmost portion of the brain stem. And um, its primarily role is with vision, hearing, and motor control, sleep and wakefulness, uh, arousal, alertness, and temperature regulation. Uh, the name actually is derived from the Greek uh, mesos, meaning middle, and uh, the enkephalos, which is brain, E-N-K-E-P-H-A-L-O-S. So the midbrain is the topmost part of the brainstem. Uh, and the connection of the central between the brain and um, the spinal cord. So the midbrain is very, very important because it kind of serves as a bridge uh, between the uh, functions we just talked about and the spinal cord and the rest of the body. So this is like a, a very important bridge to get everything that we need from one part to another. Uh, again, we talked about motor functions. We talked about... Uh, uh, things that are in the body that could be your eyes, that could be your mouth, it could be moving your back, moving your arms, moving your fingers. So there are so many different parts of our body um, that are involved in keeping us alive and keeping us mobile every single day of our life. But if I was to ask you a question, how does the brain work? Well, the brain is not a simple organism. It sends and receives chemicals and electrical signals throughout the body, okay? Some messages stay in the brain and others uh, move through the spine and across the body's large network of nerves uh, to other extremities. And uh, we have something called the central nervous system that has billions of neurons and nerve cells. That's pretty amazing. I don't know about you guys, but that is like so amazing. And um, weighing just about three pounds in the average adult, the brain is about 60% fat, in case you want to know. And the remaining 40% is a combination of water, protein, carbohydrates, and salts. So the brain, in case you're wondering, it's not a muscle. It, it contains blood vessels and nerves, including neurons and uh, glial cells. Now, what the heck is a glial cell? I'm using another word that I haven't told you about, so... I need to explain to you what a glial cell is. Uh, and you're probably wondering, you know, why have we never heard of that before? Well, a glial cell, um, glia, um, is a non-neuronal cell in the central nervous system. And the peripheral nervous systems that do not produce electrical impulses. We call them um, glia or glial cells. So again, um, they are non-neuronal cells in the central nervous system brain and spinal cord, and the peripheral nervous systems that do not produce electrical impulses. 
But what do glial cells do? I know you're asking me that question. So glial cells provide support and protections to neurons, nerve cells. Um, they help maintain homeostasis. They clean up debris and um, forming myelin. Uh, they have um, axons and dendrites. We'll get more into that a little bit later. Um, and they're able to help get uh, messages used to transfer electrosomes. But remember, a, a glial cell provides support. It does not provide uh, the actual electrical uh, stimulation. It doesn't have that type of ability. Uh, again, so glial cells do not have axons or dendrites, okay? Um, they're a different type of cell. You might have heard of gray matter of the brain, which is made of cells called neurons, but um, not much is known. There's a little bit less known, I should say, about them, uh, the type of brain, and what makes white matter. So they're called um, glial cells. Uh, and uh, glial cells, again, do not produce uh, electrical stimulus. So the different types of glial cells, I'm not going to get into all the different types because we're not going to talk, talk about it that deeply. Uh, we, could get into a, we could get into a whole course just on the different parts. We're not going to get you guys to become surgeons, but I want you to understand enough about the brain just so that you're able to use it in a more intelligent manner, Okay. We have gray matter, we have the brain, and we have white matter. We have the spinal cord, we have white matter, and we also have gray matter. So gray matter is composed of neuron somas, uh, the round central cells and bodies, and the white matter is made of axons, the long stems that connect neurons together, okay? And uh, they're wrapped in myelin, a protective coating, and uh, the different composition of neuron parts is why the two appear as separate shades on certain scans. So very, very uh, interesting. But as we continue to move through our uh, amazing uh, cast here this week, there's a lot about the brain that we don't know about just every day, you know, taking it for granted. So the brain sends and receives chemicals and electrical signals throughout the body. And it controls different processes. And um, your brain has to be able to basically be able to um, figure out what's going on. Some can give you a feeling of being tired. Uh, but others can make you feel pain. Some messages will be kept within the brain. While others will be transported through the spine and across the body's vast network of nerves to other parts of the body, including your extremities. Um, and to do this, we need the help of the central nervous system, which relies on billions of neurons, um, which we call nerve cells. So the main parts of the brain and their functions we talked about, right? We talked about a lot of them. We talked about the uh, uh, cerebrum, uh, the front of the brain uh, comprised of gray matter and the white matter at the center. And uh, the largest part of the brain is the cerebrum. And it coordinates movement and regulates temperature, okay? Uh, there's other areas of uh, cerebrum that enable speech and judgment, thinking and reasoning, problem-solving, emotions, and even learning. So there's a lot that goes on in our brain. We have the cerebral cortex, uh, which is basically Latin for bark, and that's uh, the outer gray matter covering the cerebrum. 
and it has a large surface um, uh, because of the folds and comprises half of the brain's weight. The cerebral cortex uh, has two parts. Um, they like to refer to them as hemispheres. Uh, one's covered with ridges. They call it gyri. And um, the other one is uh, folds, uh, sulci. The two halves join at a large, deep sulcus. Um, and this interhemispheric uh, fissure, uh, a.k.a. It's the medical longitudinal fissure, and it runs from the front of the head to the back. And the right hemisphere controls, as we said before, the left side of the body. The left hemisphere controls the right side of the body. The brainstem is composed, we talked about the midbrain, the pons, and the medulla, okay? But understanding how the brain works might seem a little bit of a mystery to some. Because, you know, you have all these pieces in your brain, but there isn't a book that tells you how to use them. So there's a lot of the brain that actually gets run on autopilot, the autonomous system, the autonomous nervous system, right? And so what we're going to discover through our uh, many um, sessions that we're going to have uh, from now till Friday is how do we maximize the efficiency of the parts of the brain we can control? Now, I know that sounds like amazing, but did you know that a lot of people in the world don't actually want to improve the brain. They don't even want to improve their body. Well, why is that? I think it's because they're programmed a certain way. Okay. And this programming might've happened when they were young and something that they don't even know. We talked about this before that programs run in your body, whether you want them to or not. And we'll get a lot deeper into that as we as we progress. So our brain is really important, but the basics of the brain function, let's talk about that for a minute, okay? There are functions of the brain um, that basically get divided into three basic units, the forebrain, the midbrain, and the hindbrain. So the hindbrain uh, includes the upper part of the spinal cord or the brainstem and, and, and a wrinkled ball of tissue called the uh, cerebellum. The hindbrain controls the body's vital functions such as respiration and heart rate. Very, very important autonomous uh, uh, control of our body. But, you know, the brain itself does a lot each day. And the thing that you don't realize about the brain, the body, is that your brain has the ability to become more intelligent or less intelligent. So how does that work? Well, we've heard about thoughts and thoughts become basically things in the real world. Same thing happens with your brain. You see, when we do something that causes an activity, like a, I'll call it a mental activity, exercise. You know that when you exercise, let's say you do lifting with weights, maybe you do arm curls or you do pushes or, or what have you, or even if you do, um, I like to do uh, planks. 
that actually causes connections to be built in your brain. We're going to talk a lot more about this as we get into other episodes. But I think now that you have a basic understanding of the components of the brain, now that when I start talking about how things work in the brain, you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I understand. And the most parts of the brain that most people talk about is the cerebellum, the brainstem, and the cerebrum. Those are like the three biggest parts that everyone talks about when we talk about the brain, okay? And the thing about it is most people think that the brain is just this one organism and it's really simple, but it's not. There are so many parts that are dependent on other parts of the brain. You know what I like to think of the brain like? I'm not sure if any of you guys are programmers, but when you write software, and let's say you write a procedure, well, and now you have the main part of the program. Let's say I was to take a, a very basic procedure, and I was just going to do say, um, uh, give it um, X and give it Y, okay? And my function was saying to take these two numbers, X and Y, and use the multiplication function, and then return that result back out of the thing. Now, um, the thing about it is that uh, most procedures will take the information and they'll return the result out, no problem. Now, if you want the value that you give it to change, so let's say we were doing a calculation and we want to change the value of something, then we'd make that a VAR parameter. Why do I say this? Well, it works very similar to our brain because see, our brain actually works as a VAR kind of procedure. Um, and what happens is it takes one piece from one other part of the brain, brings it to another part, and then it adds something to it or it changes it, and then it passes it on to somewhere else in the body. So the thing about our brain is it's like the plumbing or the electrical control system for the body, but it still has to be a gatekeeper and it still has to know where to send the signals, when to send them, how to regulate them and things like that. How are you there? Uh, I'm not sure if you are a bot or not, um, but we do have very strict policies here that uh, we do not tolerate uh, bots. Uh, so again, um, I hope that you are not a bot uh, we do have moderators watching. Um, also, if any content is not uh, G-rated, uh, we will block you and put you in a time out. Um, so very, very important. We're talking about the brain here. And um, I have helped so many people change their life by just giving them some experience. Again, this is not the place to blast out about your website. Uh, because we're going to ignore that and we're not going to share your content. In fact, your content does not automatically get published on once, unless one of our moderators decides to publish that. Um, so just want to let you guys know that. And I can see that uh, from my moderator that uh, your, um, your website has nothing to do with what we're talking about tonight. Um, it's totally off base. So again, um, we're here to help people that want to change their lives. 
We're not here to be an off channel so that you can just put your stuff in. And uh, I need to let you guys know that um, we've blocked quite a few people already from our channel for just doing that. All right. Uh, we get lots of people that watch us. But if we do find out that you're trying to use our channel for your own abuse, we'll block you. No problem with that. So we're going to learn a lot about the brain. Um, starting tomorrow, we're going to get into how we learn in our brain. Now, that's going to be pretty amazing. So we're talking about how the brain works. But we're kind of getting a little deeper. So we're going to talk about how the brain, how we learn. Uh, we'll talk a little about patterns. So again, this is only our second day, but we have Monday, we have Tuesday, we have Wednesday, we have Thursday and Friday. So we have five days left to actually talk about how the brain works. This is just so absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to be with you tonight. Um, I would appreciate it if you'd go ahead and give us a like, a support, a love, whether you're on Facebook, my Facebook uh, group channel, LinkedIn uh, profile page, John C. Morley, Sir Entrepreneur YouTube page, my Twitch page, my Twitter, Periscope pages, uh, channels. So, um, you know, comment below what mystifies you the most about our brain. Just comment below. And then tag some of your friends, your colleagues, and your associates. And be sure to share that out to them after the cast. And uh, if you really got value out of our presentation tonight, go to youtube.com, type in my name, John Space, E Space, M-O-R-L-E-Y, Space, Serial Entrepreneur. Look for the key phrase, help keep our content free. And once you do that, uh, make the choice to click on that PayPal link and um, buy my team and I a cup of coffee. We will be so grateful uh, for that. And, uh, just to let you know, um, our, uh, team has actually, uh, reported back that your content, uh, appears to be X rated. So, uh, we need to put you in a block state. So it looks like our moderators have blocked you again. We're not fooling around here. So if you're a bot, uh, if you're just doing this once, uh, we've shut down so many people and, um, we just don't have time for here. Uh, we don't have time for trash. We're trying to create value for people. And um, we will block anyone that gets in our way of uh, doing that. Uh, I hope that you have gotten value out of tonight's stream. And I hope that you're going to appreciate the journey with me about understanding the many different facets of our brain because they're just amazing. They're breathtaking. Have yourself a great rest of the night. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll be talking more about brain, the brain. And we're going to start talking about how does the brain learn? That's going to be the next step. How does the brain learn? We're talking about how does the brain work. Let's talk about how the brain learns in this series about how the brain works. All right, everyone. See you tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Take care.